What is going on, everybody? It's your boy, Easy. Welcome back to another episode of Easy Kills. And before we get started on today's episode, I want to give a huge birthday shout out to my man's David. Happy birthday. I love you. And if any of you are dating a Gemini as well, you know they don't celebrate their birthday for one day or a weekend or a week. They celebrate for the whole fucking month. So happy birthday month. <laughs> So today we're going to get into a cult classic, and that is 1984's Nightmare on Motherfucking Elm Street. Now, this movie, as some debate, is one of the scariest movies. I know growing up watching this, I had no business watching this fucking movie. I used to get nightmares, and believe it or not, I actually didn't watch the first one first. I believe I watched Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Dream Warriors first, and the fourth one. So I watched those two around the same time. Those ones were enough to give me fucking nightmares. I used to fucking wake up crying. I could not sleep. Like, that movie traumatized the fuck out of me. <laughs> so Nightmare on Elm Street was released in 1984. And this one, I guess you can say, opened the doors for New Line Cinema. Or the house that Freddy built, as they say. Um, this movie saved them. They was shot on a really low budget. Some days they couldn't even, the actors couldn't even get paid. That's how much of a budget they didn't have. But it ended up fucking making so much money in the box office that a sequel was demanded right away. Uh, this movie has Nightmare on Elm Street, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, Wes Craven's New Nightmare, Freddy vs. Jason, a Nightmare on Elm Street remake that came out in 2010, and it spawned two seasons of Freddy's Nightmare, the TV show, which that is available on Tubi. It's very low budget, and I tried getting into it. I think I'm like ep 11 episodes into it, and they just get cheesier and cheesier. I will say the first episode, and I believe the fourth or the seventh episode with the twins, that one was really good. But other than that, it has really nothing to do with him. It just, yeah. But, you know, as a true fan, I tried to get into it, so... Yeah, let's get into this movie. Um, Freddy Krueger is played by Robert England. I'm not sure if I'm saying his last name correctly. I heard it's England and or um, I'm not even going to try to butcher his name. <laughs> but yeah, this one's definitely, I know I say a lot of the movies are my favorites, but this one definitely one of my all-time favorites, top five for sure. So yeah, the opening scene, we get, we meet Tina. And she's obviously having a nightmare. She's in her gown and some dirty little factory. She's running from someone. And, you know, we don't really see Freddy. But right before that, the very opening, opening scene, it shows a man with a red and green sweater, which is so iconic now. And he has a glove. And he's, like, assembling his weapon, which is, like, the glove. It's a dusty old glove. It's got four razors on the four fingers. And that's what he uses to kill his victims. So yeah, opening scene, that's what it shows. And then we get a, Tina, she's in a factory running from someone. For some reason, there's a fucking goat running around. <laughs> I don't fucking know why, but it's a nightmare, so it doesn't really make sense. And then boom, we get a glimpse of Freddy jump scaring her. She wakes up in her room and the mom is like, what's going on? You know, and she's like, oh, I just had a nightmare. And she's like, well some nightmare and it shows tina's gown her little nightgown because you know in the 80s they the girls wore like little nightgowns and shit i guess back in the day nowadays bitches be sleeping naked with one titty hanging out <laughs> so yeah and her um her nightgown's got four slashes on it and you know she's all freaked out 
and then we cut to the morning scene and we get our cast. Uh, we got Nancy and Glenn, and Glenn is played by a debuting young Johnny Depp. And then she tells them she had a nightmare. And then we meet Rod, her boyfriend, and he's like, I woke up with a heart on this morning with your name written all over it, Tina. And she's like, how is there room on your joint for four letters? <laughs> it's fucking funny. So, yeah, um, they have a sleepover at Tina's and they start talking about Tina's talking about how she's been having nightmares and seeing this man with the knife glove. And Nancy's like, oh, that reminds me of the dream that I had. You know, I dreamt of a guy in a red green sweater and a hat and he had these finger knives and they realized and then glenn kind of gives that look like oh shit i had that dream too and they realize they dreamt the same thing but nancy's dumbass is just like uh oh, whatever and then they hear a noise outside and it turns out it's rod and yeah and then they go upstairs and then they have a little chon chon session which if you guys never watch blood and blood out chon chon is code for sex <laughs> So yeah, they go to bed. Uh, before they go to bed, Rod says, you know, he had nightmares too. He hasn't been able to sleep, whatever. And then Tina starts hearing some noises like rocks being thrown at her window. And she goes to check. And then she goes outside because someone's yelling, Tina, Tina. And if it's in the middle of the fucking night, girl, why the fuck are you going outside? I would not be caught in no ugly ass little nightgown out in the middle of the night in the back. She goes out there to investigate. Which leads her to the back alley because she hears something. And then we get our first glimpse of Freddy Krueger, which in this movie they refer to him as Fred Krueger. And she's like, oh God. And he's like, this is God. And you get this cool shot, which I think it's pretty cool, but it's pretty cheaply done. And his arms extend and they get all long and his arm, his little finger knives are just <laughs> scraping against the fucking fence. He's like, this is God. And he starts chasing her and she's running and boom, she runs right into him. So at this point, it's determined she's dreaming and he's chasing her and he's like, hey, Tina. And she turns around right before she gets to the door to get inside. Like, bitch, keep going. Like, lock that shit. And he cuts off his fingers and she can't get in the door and he like grabs her and they fall down and she pulls his whole face off, revealing a skull. And then like a blanket gets thrown over them. And then we realize that she's having a nightmare and it cuts to her boyfriend in the room with her and she's screaming, still asleep. And we get one of the best, 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 best death scenes ever. He's basically rods in the room trying to wake her up. And then she gets like lifted up off the fucking off the bed, like in midair. And he doesn't know what's going on. And you can't see Freddie in there, but, you know, she's having a nightmare, so you can't see it. And then we see like four slashes go right on her chest and she's pouring out blood and she's still in the air, knocks her boyfriend to the fucking side. And you see her just getting dragged on the ceiling in a fucking cool shot, which I guess they used a room like they built a, like a, a room on set that can go upside down and all that. And I guess while filming this, she was so scared to be upside down on the roof, which she really wasn't. She was on the floor, but it just looks like you're upside down because the whole room rotates. And so he's just, back to the movie, he's just dragging her across the ceiling. And then she falls right off the ceiling, splats on the bed, and she's dead. And then for some reason, you know, Nancy and Glenn, they hear it and they're trying to get in the room. They break the door down and Rod's gone. So everyone assumes that he's the one that did it. 
and they go to the next scene, you know, it's in the the jail, the jailhouse, and they're saying that it was the boyfriend. Nancy goes home. You meet her dad, who's the sheriff of the town, or the police chief, whatever you want to call it. And we meet the mom. And the next day, um, we see that Nancy's mom has a bit of a drinking problem because the bitches keep drinking alcohol in the fucking crack of dawn. She got a whole bottle. And um, they want her to stay home. And she says, no, I'm going to go home. I'm going to go to school. So she goes to school and notices she's being followed by, like, the police officers. And then Rod, like, snatches her up from the bushes, tells her he didn't do it. There was someone in there. And she was getting cut. And then the cop is behind him, like, freeze. He tries to run. They get his ass. And, yeah, that first kill scene was fucking iconic. And the rest of the kills in this movie do not live up to that one. So I'll tell you that right now. So then Nancy starts dreaming at school while she's in class and she's dreaming of Freddie while she's in class. So Freddie gets you while you're sleeping and she sees a body bag of Tina and it's like calling her Nancy. And so Nancy starts following her in the school and we see this cool scene where she's getting dragged by somebody, but you don't see nobody. She's just randomly getting dragged. And then, she runs into Freddy and she burns herself to wake up and she wakes up screaming in the class and she realizes, holy fuck, like I got a burn on my hand, just like in the dream. And so Rod's in jail, you know, she goes and visits him and she's trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. And I think Rod, Rod had the lamest kill because while he's sleeping in the jail cell, Freddy goes to kill him in his dream while he's sleeping. And basically all the kill is, is Freddy goes through the, the what do you call them the jail cell but then you don't even see him kill him you see a blanket slowly go around his neck and which basically they they film this and then just like rewound it to make it look like the blanket's going around his neck (laughs) you obviously tell and basically just hangs him from the window and that's like to me that was the wackest fucking death of the whole movie like i i expected better but hey can't complain that first kill was top notch (laughs) So, yeah. And then, so Nancy's, you know, still dreaming of him. Um, so her mom's concerned. So it takes her to, like, um, the doctors, like a special, a dream specialist. And they start monitoring monitoring her while she's sleeping. And, you know, it doesn't show the nightmare, but she starts having, like, starts shaking. And they're like, oh, she's having a dream. And then she's, like, freaking out. They wake her up. And it turns out she pulled Freddie's hat out of the dream. And she's like, I pulled this out of my dream. So she realizes like she can pull shit out. Like, so yeah, later on it's discussed that Freddie, Fred Krueger was a child murderer, killed a bunch of kids and he got off from the system on a technicality. They forgot to read something. Um, can't really remember what it was, but it was like a technicality. So they had to let him go. So then the mom tells her that her and a bunch of the other parents of the kids that died, or got killed, they chased him down to a boiler room and lit his ass on fire, (laughs) burned him alive. So now he's out to get revenge on the children of the people that burned him through their dreams. And later on in the movies, it, it does go into how he came about to be that way, how he was able to do that with the help of dream demons. But that's for the sixth movie. We'll get into that eventually. So yeah. Uh, Nancy tries to have Glenn stay over and wake her up if anything, but he forgets. 
Yeah, and then so the mom puts like bars on the windows and like deadbolts the fucking door so Nancy can't leave. And then Glenn falls asleep. And his death was pretty cool. They used the same rotating room. Um, basically, he's sleeping on his bed with his little TV. And Freddy's arm just comes out and pulls him into the fucking bed. And we get this badass shot of all this blood just shooting out of the bed onto the ceiling, which I said they used the revolving door. Or not door, the fucking room. I can't even think right now. Sorry, guys. And so, like, you see all the blood just shooting up forward on the ceiling, and there's blood all in the room. And boom, Glenn's dead. And Nancy had to watch across the street, because I forgot to say, they live across the street from each other, like, right across the street. She saw, basically saw him in the window getting killed. And the cops are all there at Glenn's house, and, you know, Nancy's stuck inside the house because the mom dead bolted the door she's got bars on the window there's no way for nancy to get out so nancy calls her dad who's the head of police and tells him i'm gonna catch this guy so then she starts fucking home aloneing the whole house like booby trapping everything sets goes to bed tries to pull freddy out wakes up and it's like oh it didn't work and then boom freddy just jumps out so now freddy's in the real world she pulled him out and she starts hitting him with all her booby traps, a sledgehammer, gets him to go downstairs to the cellar. And then she fucking throws gasoline on him and hits him with the fire. Boom, starts setting him on fire. He's running around, goes up the stairs. And then the dad finally gets to the house. And then we see the footprints like, oh, what the fuck? These footprints are on fire. So Freddy's still alive. They follow him, and then it goes around the house, up the stairs, and then they see that Freddy is on top of Nancy's mom. So he's, you know, he's trying to kill her. They throw a blanket over him, and then when they pull it off, he's gone. He disappeared. But the mom's all burnt up, her little corpse all fucking just floating. And then the bed, like, opens up, and she disappears. And the dad's like, what the fuck? He leaves. When Nancy turns her back, Freddy starts to reappear out of the bed, and she says, I'm not afraid. I take back all the energy I gave you. Basically turning her back on him and taking back all the energy she fed him. for Because he needs the kid's fear to live and to, um, gives him his strength. And he tries to kill her and she opens the door and he disappears. And when she goes out the other door, it was all a dream. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself. So we find out that it's all cloudy outside. It's like all foggy and the mom's alive. And she's like, she realizes, holy crap, it was just a dream the whole time, like a nightmare. And the mom's like, oh, I'm going to quit drinking. And then Nancy's boyfriend and her friends show up in a little red convertible car. I guess whatever you, I don't, I'm not a car guy, so I don't fucking know what kind of car that was. And then they're, they pick her up and she waves bye. And then the hood goes, starts to starts to close and then on the top of it it's red and green like freddy's sweater and the doors start locking they're like what's going on and they she's like they're freaking out like what's going on and they look over to the mom and they, the car starts driving off and the mom's waving and and one of the cheapest shots i've ever seen freddy's arm comes busting out the fucking front little window of the door and pulls the mom in and it's clearly a fucking doll it's a blow-up doll but hey you gotta do what you gotta do back in the day <laughs> But yeah, this movie was the start of a huge franchise, and it led to TV series, multiple sequels, merchandise, albums, commercials, 
every, you name it. There was a Freddy pinball machine, pajamas, a freaking Super Nintendo game. Yeah, he became one of the most popular slashers of the 80s and to this day. And like I said, this first movie opened the doors for way more movies. It was just, yeah. I'm going to give this movie a solid five because although I enjoyed the third one way more and the fourth one, the third one's probably my favorite. But this one was a solid start to a new franchise. And I don't even think they planned on having a sequel, but it did so good at the box office that a sequel was demanded right away. And we'll get into that one hopefully soon because it is Pride Month and that one was dubbed the gay one. (laughs) The gay Nightmare on Elm Street movie out of all of them. Everyone's least favorite, but we have to do it because it is Pride Month. So, yeah. Also, if you guys follow me on Instagram, you guys can get a hold of me on there. Ask me any questions, suggest movies, ask me anything, you know. Um, Have I seen one of maybe, I have not seen one of your favorite movies. Maybe I have. What do I think of it? Ask questions. I would like to get some of you guys on the pod so we can do a movie review together. And yeah, let me know what you guys think. And as always, thank you for joining me. Happy Pride. Woo woo.